Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Hello. It's not a gender reveal party. It's me, Jake. Uh, hey, happy Tuesday. It's Tuesday. We did it, everyone. It's always good to see a Tuesday because it means Monday is over for almost a week. Um, <laughs> and I know we're we're in we're in the season of Mondays. Every day is a Monday uh, during the pandemic. I totally get it. I totally get it, and uh, I understand. I understand the challenges that we all face, but not you, Keys. You got your pants off. Hello, I see Keys. Dave Boozer, Busser, happy Decemberific 15th to you as well. Uh, and hello, Keith. Rachel, can't wait to hear from Grandma. I've just read the letter for today's letter. Terrific Tuesday, Brad. Greetings. Aloha. Um, Darren, I am fine. Thank you for asking. I hope you are also well. Um, <laughs> You're and now and I'm in at one after. Yes, Dave, you are. Uh, Bob, greetings. Uh, Monday is over for the week. Julie, hello. Buenos dias or Buenos tardes, as we say. Uh, and greetings to you also, David. That's enough uh, greetings with the magic mirror for today, Lady Jerry. As we anticipated, I don't think we'll be in attendance uh, for today's show. Oh. Because she was off on a surf, an epic surf this morning. She left the house about 11 and just got home. I don't know. Maybe she's been home for an hour now. But uh, that's all happened. Rich, oh, I'm wearing my shirt from Tulsa. It's Gotwood, and it's the axe throwing company, Gotwood Axe Throwing Company in Tulsa, Oklahoma, where I did a gig a couple years before COVID and enjoyed myself so much that I purchased a t shirt. Uh, it's a beaver and two axes, and it says got wood. Um, but then also, it's uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know why I got this shirt, but I couldn't. I couldn't resist on that day. Hello, Sister Sue and Rich and Pick. Greetings to see. It is Tuesday. Mister Predicto, be wrong, and Lady Jerry Grace was with her presence. Brad, I. It could happen. Uh, I. You can't. That's the thing about Lady Jerry. You can't rule out anything. Uh, she is here. Uh, not with an earshot right now, but she is, uh, she's here. She's here. She may show up. I think she might be anxious to get on with her day, <laughs> although it's three o'clock in California. But that is the kind of day that we're striving for during COVID. At least I am. If I can make it till three o'clock and I still haven't gotten anything going on, um, then I'm happy. Bob says I got wood too. Yeah, I like the way you're. I like the way you're doing that. You're going with the joke. Last winter, I a uh, portion of your property got logged. Mm, nice. Welcome aboard. Uh, my sister misses my wife. Yes, that's fine. Um, do you need to dock Belinda's paycheck? <laughs> Too many no shows. Yes, Darren, I do. Unfortunately, um, <laughs> she's being paid a uh, percentage of what I'm being paid which is uh, zero, and so uh, we're in a problem zone there. But maybe I'm going to start a Patreon. I was just saying today <laughs> that one of the things I admire about Kanye, Kanye came up in a conversation that I was having uh, today, and uh, someone was talking about, my daughter was saying that Kanye recorded a gospel a album so that he could declare himself a church nonprofit, and I said, I, thought, I think that's a great idea. So I think I would like to uh, I'd like to switch from doing comedy shows 
to doing uh, tent revivals, and then I'm going to declare myself a nonprofit. So uh, my fans uh, can now be referred to as my parishioners, and uh, I'll figure out some way to uh, pass the plate. Uh, the collection plate. Whoever thought of axe throwing in a bar drinking alcoholic beverages? Well, Brad, I don't know who thought of it, but it's an idea that is caught on, and it is quite fun. <laughs> Baby Berlin is holding out until she gets top billing. Um, I don't think so. I don't, I'm not. I'm not positive that this show is as much of a priority for her as this for me. I mean, she does love it. She does love to be here. But uh, anyway, who knows? Ristitute, sorry you're late. You were busy putting pants on. Oh, they're off. Well, you can, it's, uh, do, come as you are with, as far as pants goes, or on or off, it's a dealer's choice, or attending parishioner's choice, excuse me. Um, so, we've got our uh, Bible story today. Um, I did already start the Church of the American Standard. Actually, I said that that was a church that I had attended, but yeah, I, I really, I feel like char- starting your own church, it's better than a cult, really, because a cult has got a bad connotation, but if you're starting a church, man... That's uh, who's who's down on you for that? Nobody. Maybe the IRS. Um, uh, so, oh, I see what you're saying, Bob. I have a history of church activity. If the IRS comes calling, yes. Well, I'm going to count on all of you <laughs> to uh, attest how great my sermons are. And speaking of which, um, Tammy, hello. Um, <coughs> yeah, love the Isaac. Are you ready? You are ready. Yes, Joan. Um, it is Isaac and Rebecca time in uh, today's Bible story, uh, and I've read this already. So as you, just last week on the Bible, uh, we were talking about uh, Abraham, formerly Abraham, Abram, um, and uh, he's, in, uh, he's in Canaan, right? That's where God told him to go, and he was going to sacrifice his son Isaac because God told him to, but at the last second, God intervened and said no. It's kind of a kind of a bad joke, uh, but uh, it doesn't seem to have hampered Isaac and Abraham Abraham's uh, relationship. But now, as you know, the whole deal is Abraham was old when he had I, he and Sarah had Isaac, and so Sarah. This 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 begins a little bit like Bambi. Um, Sarah was dead. Doesn't say what happened not in the children's Bible. But Sarah was dead, so that's Isaac's mother. Abraham knew he himself had not long to live. So, he sent for his most trusted servant, and this is what he said, My people are settled in Canaan, but I don't want my son to marry a Canaanite. (laughs) Abraham's Abraham's a little bit of a racist. But, uh, you know, there's a lot of that going around in the Bible. Uh, So, my people are settled in Canaan, but I don't want my son to marry a Canaanite, he says to the servant. You must go to the land of my birth, and from there, bring back a wife for Isaac. Now, all right, imagine if my parents um, sent off to Germany. (laughs) Not that my father's from Germany, but my grandfather, one of my grandfathers. (coughs) Anyway, so... um, Let's forget about, uh, I, don't, I don't think there's really anything wrong with the Canaanites, but uh, Abraham's not into it. And so the servant set off for the city of Nahor. <laughs> That's where you want to get your wife from? Nahor! Um, in Mesopotamia. That's where it's at. Mesopotamia. Those girls from California girls are great, but these Mesopotamian women, 
Nice. So he takes with it. So the servant takes a train of ten camels laden with rich gifts. Because if you're going to Mesopotamia for some ladies, you better bring along some gifts. Because the ladies of Nahor don't work cheap. Uh, so he arrived outside the city walls in the evening when the women were gathering to draw water at the well. And there's no qu- there's no quotation marks about draw water from the well. So I'm assuming they're just the, the ladies go out in the evening to get water from the well, uh, presumably so that the men can shave in the morning, or I don't know, they're going to bathe the babies at night or water for dinner. I'm not sure. So the sermon is he watched them and he prayed to God for a sign. Let her who I ask for water be the wife for Isaac. That's the kind of prayers that they're doing back in those days. Almost before he had finished his prayer, a young girl carrying a water jar came to take her turn at the well. Her name was Rebecca, and she was very beautiful. Um, just as a, a side note, uh, if, you're, if you're a servant, then I guess your boss is your master. So if your master sends you to the next town to get a wife for his kid, um, it's a good idea to come back with a beautiful one. Uh, the servant went up to her and said, uh, Will you let me drink from your jar? He asked, which is a little bit forward, you know, when the ladies are all at the watering hole together and you just walk up to a stranger and go, hey, can I have a drink from your jar? Especially, this seems absurd during our current uh, Varinus pandemic, but uh, that's what he says. And she says, drink, she said, holding her jar out to him. And as he's drinking, she says, and now I will fetch water for your camels as well. So, holy cow. This is the kind of lady uh, you would want to bring back to your to your uh, to your boss for a wife for his kid. Hello, Jen. I can see that you're here now. Glad to see you. Um, uh, yeah, Abraham is Abraham is like a hundred years old. He can't go get his son a wife anyway. And his son, I don't know why Isaac can't go get his own wife. So the servant was o- the servant was overjoyed at uh, Rebecca's kindness. And from a saddlebag, he took a heavy gold nose ring and two gold bracelets of solid gold and gave them to her. So these are the kind of presents that you bring along. He's got two camels full of presents, but he's starting off. He's, I'm going to start you off with a nose ring and uh, a couple of solid gold bracelets. Where do you live, he asked. Uh, May I stay at your father's house? <laughs> it's just like, man, I thought it was forward when you asked to have a drink out of my jar then I water your camels. Now you give me a couple of presents. You want to stay at my father's house? Where? Who do you think you are? Um, but she says, you're welcome. And then she hurried home to tell her family. Her brother, Laban, welcomed the stranger. Not Lebron. Laban welcomed the stranger and soon recognized that uh, it was God's will that Rebecca should return with the stranger to Canaan. So Laban, not Lebron, uh, Rebecca's brother, Laban, he knows that uh, Rebecca's got to go back to Canaan to marry um, uh, Isaac and uh, save him from from those Canaanite ladies. Get him a nice uh, Lahore girl. Uh, so Abraham's servant, having sent a prayer of thanks to God, you got to do it. Make gifts to Rebecca of gold and silver jewelry and beautiful embroidered cloth. He's got, and this is still, he's, he's probably only one camel deep into ten ga- camels worth of gifts. The next morning, Rebecca said goodbye to her family and then set off with 
her nurse and servants for her new home. So she, so, hang on now. Rebecca has got a nurse and servants, but she goes to the water hole herself to fill up the jar. Uh, I've got some problems with the plot of this this story, but let's go with it. Um, so Isaac was praying in the fields at twilight when he saw the camel caravan approaching through the dusk. So Isaac just, I'm just going to go out and do a pray a little bit in the fields. I'll be back in time for dinner. But uh, while he's out there, he sees a camel, camel caravan approaching. Covering her face with a veil, Rebecca dismounted from the camel. Uh, the servant described everything that had happened, which I've just described to you. Uh, probably he's in more detail because he wasn't working off of a children's Bible. And Isaac took Rebecca by the hand and led her to his tent. Now, <coughs> let me just say here that uh, if you're on your first date with your prospective arranged bride, I, I don't get how you're off to the tents alone together, but they did it a little bit different. These are trusted uh, God people. Um, also, it's Canaan. You can't trust any of the people there, so you got to get in your tent as soon as possible. Soon afterward, they were married, and Isaac loved his wife and was comforted her by comforted by her for the death of his mother, Sarah. So, uh, it's a good thing that Rebecca showed up just in time uh, to comfort Isaac uh, on the loss of his mother. And as we all know, that's that's what wives do. They um, they replace your mother. Oh my God. This Bible story, it's a real corker. Um, what are my takeaways? Uh, <laughs> if you want a good wife, you gotta go to Nahor. And uh, also, um, the Canaanite ladies, <laughs> they're fun to party with. I got a feeling. I got a good feeling about these Canaanite ladies. All right. <laughs> Ed's writing down all the phrases he didn't expect to hear from the children's story. Can I drink from your jar? <laughs> Probably only one camel deep. Yeah, well, that was that was an impromptu phrase that I used. But yes, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Um, <clears throat> so, and she dismounted from the camel. Boy, there's a lot of quality. I feel like these Bible story episodes are standalone and uh, maybe released as a PBS special or certainly will be prominently displayed on the website for my mega online church and uh, Jake Jake Fest uh, tent of worship <laughs> tour that we're going to be on. Um, Bob says he saw some kick-ass tents in the desert when he went to Qatar. Um, I bet so. Um, I think I would like to, uh, I think I would like to, uh, I've been shopping for tents because I think, well, we're, we're, we're in between the van or the tent or the tar, car top tent. Anyway, um, lead lead. Oh, there's a lot of talk about getting into the tent. Um, <laughs> he said dismounted. Yep. <laughs> All right. So, what do we got? That was our Bible story from today. We've also got a letter from Grandma. We're halfway into this show. It's great. And uh, I think we all remember this Christmas effect from yesterday's show. Oh, holy night, the stars are brightly shining, and it's time for a letter from Grandma. Um, how about that for some impromptu singing? I, that's something you won't see. Um, 
on the road at the Tent Revival show. Well, maybe you will. Um, in today's letter with, from Grandma, there is a picture of me and Grandma. So like any good um, illustrated uh, story. So this is me and uh, my grandmother, age 90, August 30th, 1988. And today's letter from Grandma is from November 18th, 1988. So this is just a couple months before... This is me and my grandmother a couple months before this letter was written, uh, if you'd like to take a look. Um, I'm just trying to hold... Lady Jerry is here. I'll, I'll come in a minute. You read the letter and then... Oh, I'll she's going to come after the letter. I'm trying to hold it in a way that you can see it where it won't be reflecting from the... God dang it. I want, is it this light that's causing the problem? Yeah. There we go. Let's tune that light out a bit. There you can see Grandma and me and uh, uh, it's hard to hold it the right way but you can see that's uh, that's grandma and me and here is the letter from grandma lady jerry is here she's going to come in after the letter she doesn't want to jump the gun so uh, this is from november 18th 1988 so i'll be 28 years old at the time of this letter writing and that is a young looking me at 28 um years of age and my grandmother a young looking 90 year old at that time so she says uh, I wonder about your weather I hope it's nice for Thanksgiving it is damp and sort of misty here and cool at least I am kind of cold what are you having for Thanksgiving we will be home alone because Pauline and Jake that's my parents are too far away to come here for us or for us to go to their house. We will probably go to church tomorrow, Sunday, although I am so cold when I get outdoors. Grandma's getting up there, and she was very a very tiny lady, so she would get cold. The weather is damp today. Today we had soup, Campbell's soup, for dinner. It was good. Mm-mm, good. That's what they used to say about Campbell's soup. And she has put Campbell soup in parentheses, and I don't know if that's a sad detail to uh, you viewers, but uh, they 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 loved Campbell's soup. <laughs> so then I had ice cream and an Oreo cookie, a few peanuts on top of my ice cream. Uh, a neighbor gave me a red geranium for my birthday, and it has three blossoms and some buds. Charlotte has a red geranium, and it has had some blossoms and also a pink one then just a leaf plant and a kind of uh, Christmas plant they are pretty even if they don't have blossoms on them have a thanks happy have a, have a happy Thanksgiving so I do like that my grandmother refers to uh, non-flowering plants as leaf plants um, I don't know if that's a if you remember that from your Grandma, did she call non-flowering plants leaf plants? No. And this is a photo of me and Grandma. I'm 28, and she's 90 years old in this photo. Um, oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. Look, you've got your arm around. It's probably all she can do to hold you up. Yeah. Hello, everybody. Hello. Yeah. So there was Hello. a lot of... I didn't think you were going to make it. Mr. Predicto predicted that you wouldn't be here today. Oh, well... <laughs> We know that guy is just he's, he's wrong. always He's wrong. been on a bit of a tear, but he was know, wrong he about was, that. Wasn't yeah, he? he's been right about some good things, but he was wrong about that. Oh God, I spilled soup what on happened? my favorite pair of track pants, which I noticed the other day are getting holes in them. Which 
is super disappointing. That's how much I've worn them during uh, COVID, and it's really a bummer because I'd like I like my tracksuit pants to you know last for at least ten to fifteen years, and I feel like COVID is. <laughs> oh, it's a bit sad when your tracksuit pants. Well, I don't have a well, lot. I, I feel could... like at ten, fifteen years, we're going to be quite old. <laughs> so what? I still want to be rocking these. Babies. I want to get you some new track pants. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. I try to wear this, you know, my clothes for, you know, as long as I possibly can. So, these track pants. Anyway, everybody, I wanted to come and say hello. I went surfing. I'm a little bit cold. I haven't had my shower yet. I have had some soup. Mm. It was really fun. Um, and, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Darren says, when Belinda stops in, everyone say goodbye. <laughs> That's a little joke. Oh, um, that, oh my God, that would be. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, you could, you could. I could, I could, I could handle mm. it. Um, so, hello, Joan. Hi, Scott. Dave. Hi, everybody. So, uh, oh, thanks, Sue. I love seeing. Oh shit! Happy birthday, Sue. My God, my birthday text yeah. is late. Happy, happy, happy birthday. Yeah, nice kangaroo Big. day the same. Oh, yeah, well, my hair is so... Because, you know, I surfed, and then I went to Home Depot to buy some brooms. I was so... I just sort of wandered around to Home Depot. I had quite a nice time. And then there was one guy who was helping me, and I said, hey, your your mask has fallen down. He said, you know, every time I talk, he says it falls down. But we had a nice time. But I do have to tell you something You had a nice time at the Home Depot. Well, I did, because I just... I love the Home Depot. I was so relaxed. I love the Home Depot. I was so relaxed. Oh, I love it I was so exhausted, because I haven't been surfing for two weeks, you know, because, you know, we all know I've had some bottom injuries. So now that the bottom is healed, but I do have to tell you something exciting happened today. So, oh, what is it? Well, I already told you and Michael about the ride. So I'm on a wave, and it's you know nice oh, size, mm. and I'm going right because the wave is going right where I take off, <laughs> and I look, and there's another guy coming left on it towards me, and he'd taken off. You know, at least I would say he must have been at least twenty, thirty yards. You know, I, who knows? I don't know how quickly we were coming together. But anyway, I went low and he went high and we crossed each other perfectly and finished our, um, our, uh, rides. And then on the way back out, he was sort of looking at me and he said, you know, take some real skill to be able to do that. I was like, dude, yeah, skills. That's what I'm known for. Mad skills. Um, it seemed really easy to me. I mean, it's probably way harder if you're doing the top because you know you really don't want that to go wrong wrong for the person who's yeah. on the bottom but it was really it was it was beautiful out there so it was so lovely to be back out and then i just caught it before it got windy again and that's it See, bob, <laughs> bob's one wants credit for telling me earlier that um you might be around more if i gave you top building on the show <laughs> Bob, how well you know me. Yes, I am a... Well, you, here's the problem with a, in our marriage for us and then in our family. We're all Leos, so we all want top billing. And I think yeah. I told you guys when Fadula was two and she was up in her, our bedroom after her bath one night and Jake and I were blah, 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 talking a mile a minute and Fadula got sick of waiting and she just yelled out, Me! And we were like, well, that could oh. be our family battle cry when one has gotten sick of the other two talking. They just yell out, May. So yeah, hello. There's a lot of talks about uh, Home Depot, U.S. flags and T-shirts and no masks yeah. at some other Home Depots around. Uh, there was and one also unstocked things. There was one what? There's no 
oven cleaner to be had you can't get any and I don't we don't we only clean the oven about every three years because I think it's too toxic we just hose it out don't we we just we just put aid aid in there with a brush on it you know we go come on <laughs> we don't I'm kidding oh man Ada does not go in the oven um do I sound like that the terrible Hansel and Gretel and the witch um there was one guy who was walking around Home Depot and he just had he kept his uh, motorcycle helmet on so he had a shield in front but his bandana was down here and I was going to say to him hey dude everyone's got a mask on get your mask on because the shield you know we've all been told the shield doesn't do anything all the air comes in and I thought you it. said though he had he tucked it he had it no no. no, he had no, just, no, no, <laughs> no. He was totally. He was an outlaw, and I did feel like at that point that I was the deputized uh, Home Depot sheriff, and I did want to go after him. But then I decided, you know what? I'm just so almost out of here. I'm. Um, what do you mean out, out of, of the Home Depot? I'm, I'm next in line. It's all gone so nicely. Yeah. I've made friends with the guy whose mask was slipping down. He told me it just was when he talks. Two people have tried to help me. We've looked everywhere for oven cleaner. I've had a nice time in the broom section. I have come home with, you know, dustpans and shovels that, you know, or things that Jake is just like, oh, my God, we've already got those. So it wasn't the most successful. Jen's saying, mm. uh, you're supposed to clean your oven? <laughs> I saw and that. And Dave is saying he's never cleaned an oven. Yeah. It, yeah. It's, don't, not, yeah. it's not for everyone. Yeah, exactly. Cleaning the oven F that. Yeah, F-bomb cleaning mm. the oven. I love the one about the kid who moves into his own apartment, and this was on a uh, uh, text with some women that I'm on during, you know, during keep the ladies sane, uh, you know, during the coronavirus. And there's the story of one of their nephews moves out, and he sends a a text to his cousin, and he says, you know, hey, like every time you cook meat, you know, do you have to clean your oven? And the guy was like, well, no. And he said, well, what about all the oil and everything that's on the bottom of the oven? And he was like, well, you know, what do you mean? He's like, well, I put, you know, put it in on the grill. So he was just putting enormous pieces of meat on the slatty grill bit, not putting on it in the a rack. dish. Yeah, on the rack. Yeah, on the rack. On the rack. And then turned it up to broil. And that, that's how you cook it, not realizing, did he never see that his mother actually put shit in the oven in a mm. pan? So his oven, he had to clean it after every meal. Yeah. What's the most fun party you ever attended? That's a hard one because at our age we've been to a lot of parties. Mm. Well, I mean, I loved the. I lo there was a party that you and I went to where we didn't talk to anyone except each other, and that was right before you went to Ireland. That was oh, fun. that was a pretty good. Yeah, yeah. that's but okay. Our, well, that's the best party I've ever attended to. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to yeah, say no. Really. Our wedding party was really fun. Oh my god, I. Danced. That wedding week was a good party. Yeah, that was yeah, that was a good party. We used to do this thing after the weekends when I when I used to do Cobbs in the cannery in San Francisco on Friday nights we would do happy time. They'd do three shows, three comedy shows, and then one week I, I started asking the staff, Are you staying for happy time after the show? And they were like, What's happy time? And it turned out we had this great spontaneous party after the third show on Saturday. And uh, and then there was of course then there was this show on Sunday and then drive home. But it was so much fun that then the next, I, I for the next almost couple of years that I would come to San Francisco, and this would be three times a year, every Saturday night we would have happy time after the show, hmm. and uh, it was such a fun. That's such a good name for a party too. Yeah, it was just one of those things, and I had all these sayings about if if you don't happy, happen a happy time, happy time won't happen to you, and if you're not doing it, you're undoing it, 
and uh, it was just so much fun. And, and the Tom, the club owner, had made this great playlist. We had so many good times dancing and cleaning. There is dancing and cleaning your oven. One funny uh, uh, party story. All right, go ahead. So. Me and two friends of mine who were men were in a house and we had really loud music playing and it was the summer and so we had the door open and we were being, you know, silly and kind of out on the veranda and, you know, kind of in. And then these people came walking down the street and we lived on this hill and they walked down and it was two women and one man. And they opened the gate and they went, hello, and I went, hello. And we sort of, you know, or no, maybe it was one of, the, maybe it was one of the guys who said hello, hello, and beckoned them in. And we had this hilarious twenty-minute, you know, the two women danced with the two men who I was with. The, you know, the new guy danced with me. We had this thing where there was a telephone, and we sort of like, oh my god, it's my wife. You know, I've got to go. You know, we were pretending that it was calling, and people were, you know, then handing it off to each other. And it was this whole sort of like acting, dancing, you know, have a drink, blah, blah, blah. And then they said, well, we have to go. And we were like, oh, it's been so lovely to see you again and goodbye. And they danced off down the, you know, the path and out the gate and down the street. And then I turned around to Gerard, I think that was his name, and I said, you know, who were they? And he said, oh, I, I don't know. <laughs> I thought you knew them. There when just they, people happened to be floating down the street. They just happened to be floating down the street and mm. they could see the three of us were having a really good time. And then it just happened to match that they were, you know, two women and one man and we were two men and one woman so there were sort of dance partners and we swapped and we had this absolutely fantastic 20 you know minutes with them of our lives we never saw them again they never came by to say hey that was a fun you know party thing so much we'd like to have another one of those but it was just fantastic because yeah no one knew anybody but we I love a good 20 minute party <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah it was a there's good. a lot of good culinary delights going on uh, mm. Dave is saying he had an epiphany the other day that he could bust up frozen steakums, toss them in the air fryer with frozen onions, peppers, and sh some shrooms and make a Philly cheesesteak in four minutes. Sounds great. Um, mm. uh, yeah, so I like a nice 20-minute party. I'm just scrolling back up for some other cooking tips. The The air fryer, we have our toaster will work as an air fryer, <clears throat> but we haven't really taken advantage of that with that little basket thing. Mm. But you can put it on air fry. Mm. Um, so okay, I'm gonna pop off. Uh, well, this is the end of the show, Jerry. So mm. you, oh, we're gonna do a seize the day. We're gonna do a seize the day. Okay. I'm gonna say thank you and I love you um, for being here. Um, well, I love to be here, and I'm uh, and I've now I've got I've got a shopping list. So if you want anything, you better let yeah. me know what you want on it. Well, tomorrow Otherwise, is Hump Day, everyone. And, oh my uh, God, it's only Tuesday. Yep. Yeah. I'm loving my week. I know we're tearing oh, into it. We're God. tearing into this. What happened yesterday? Mofo. Yeah, oh yesterday. Yesterday was Monday. Right. It was quite windy. Yeah. And, and I you wasn't spent feeling the day very well. In bed. No, no, no. I got up and I did mm. some stuff, but I wasn't feeling very well and I did have a nap. So today's Seize the Day is from John Wayne, famous American mm. movie star cowboy, and also played Genghis Khan at one point. <laughs> I'm gonna attempt a John Wayne impression. Tomorrow is the most important thing in life. Comes to us at midnight, very clean. It's perfect when it arrives, and it puts itself in our hands. It hopes we've learned something from yesterday. <laughs> that wasn't the best John Wayne impression. I'm going to read it once again, just as myself. Tomorrow's the most important thing in life. Comes to it, comes into us at midnight. Very clean. It's perfect when it arrives, and it puts itself in our hands. It hopes we've learned something from yesterday. 
but not necessarily from today, because we took a little time off today. Um, but tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. Yes, tomorrow. I love you, tomorrow. Oh, I sang earlier today, and, I, and I've got this great... Okay, uh, I just have to read out Jen's comment, because it's so funny. Hey, Jake, I posted the human centipede. <laughs> great. <laughs> That's like really like, what great. the... Yeah. Yeah, there was a little bit of a talk. Oh, about the human centipede. Human centipede. Yeah, centipede. I said Santa. It's, it's a, a play on the words of the season and the joke that you, you had before I got here. You love the guessing game, but... I do, no, I do. Yeah, is. I do. No, let me have another go. Let me have an, I would like to have another guess. I would like to have another... Shall I lead it? No. All right, what is it? You tell me. It is a Christmas tree decoration of the human centipede. <laughs> so I can't wait to see that. Oh and my so God. can Lady Terry. <laughs> You got a little hair coming out of your nose. Oh, I've got it. Uh, I've got salt water going out of my nose. That was a little sticky. <laughs> yeah, well, that you, I, who can? Bl that's not my. Fault. Oh, I love you, even when you're draining. Yeah, have a sip of my neck because I've still got oh. my crazy. Oh, you smell, still smell like diaper cream, and I think you've got some little yeah piece of what is sea that? schmutz is that in my head. Oh my god, um, that is all right. a feather. Uh, for a moment, I thought it was a teeny tiny condom, and I was like, what? The? <laughs> teeny tiny condom. <laughs> yeah, like a. Oh yeah, yeah I, I went swimming in the ocean. I came home with a teeny tiny condom. In my hair, I don't know what happened. Um, it was. I've still. I have. You know, like I've all got my um, my face shield on. So it is. It is yeah. Desitin Factor Fifty, white right. zinc. Okay, you want me to shut up? Well, uh, you were you were about to leave. So just... Don't don't give up. There'll be plenty of time to give up later. Guess what? I never took my finger off the button. Guess what? And it stopped. Guess what? Oh, come on, fast machine. What? what? Go. Guess what? <laughs> Show's over. We'll see you all tomorrow. Okay, bye, bye everybody. Talk into the machine. Whoa!